Hey guys, welcome back to Cooking with Connor. I'm your host, Connor. Uh, I got a really good recipe for you guys today of penny alla vodka pasta. Very good, very creamy. I added add a bunch of Italian restaurants and I decided to make my own version of it. But before we get into that, I want to mention a couple things. Uh, first is that I actually recorded another podcast episode uh, about a couple weeks ago. And the reason it's not uploaded is because I said, I mistakenly said episode five in the beginning of it to introduce it. So I'm recording this episode to go in between that. So it's it's uh, chronological, since this is going to be episode four. Also, it is a very long episode. It is an hour long, roughly. I'm still editing it right now. And it's about me and two other people doing the Hot Wings Challenge and asking each other questions while doing that. It's very similar to Hot Wings, uh, but it's a lot more goofy. Keep in mind, that episode is not recorded in this studio, obviously, since we can't have food in it. So there's going to be a little more of a change when it comes to the microphone quality. It's not bad. Uh, definitely not as good as this one, but it's definitely in the professional levels. But be aware that uh, there's going to be some mic bumping uh, in some of the clips. I've tried my best to mitigate it as much as I can in editing, but there's some things I couldn't really get rid of. So it's going to be mostly around the middle in the beginning. At the end, we kind of start, you know, working towards it. It'll be fine towards the end, but but it was noticeable in the beginning. So just, just be aware of that. For this episode, though, this is something I wanted to talk about for a really long time since I'm a really big fan of this band, uh, Metallica. I know it's, it's not like a revolution to like Metallica, right? It's an extremely well-known band, uh, the face of metal itself. I only got into them a couple of years ago when I was doing a film shoot um, with a couple of other people. Actually, no, it was with my film studio, Novizio, and we were in Tampa, and I, ha- I had a little bit of a break. Uh, I was grabbing some lights. I was into ACDC at the time, and I wanted to expand my taste into more uh, rock music, and I heard that some people think of Metallica like hard rock. So I decided to check out some of their albums. The first album I checked out was And Justice For All, specifically one. That was the first song I ever heard, and I thought it was phenomenal. And one, the I'll talk about one here in a little bit. One specifically has a special spot in my heart when it comes to Metallica, just because of how much it's evolved in, in, my, in my ears rather than eyes. So I'm gonna go through a couple of the albums. Uh, I haven't listened to all of them, especially some of the later ones. I haven't listened to All of Load, and I don't think I've, I don't think I've listened to I, I forgot what it was called. I think it was called The Day That Never Comes. That's a song in Death Magnetic. It's, uh, that's the album I have listened to, Death Magnetic. Uh, but I've heard it's amazing. And it's crazy how they have three The Unforgiven. That is not something I realized until just now, looking it up. So I'm going to go through a couple of them. Uh, I'm going to start at the very, very start, Kill Em All. This was their debut album. And you can kind of tell, I read somewhere, that they didn't even have a good understanding of music theory. They just played whatever sounded good to them. So this album is messy, but it's like good. If you're lo- if you're looking for just if you're looking for just metal, it is it's very violent. Uh, my favorite is the Four Horsemen, uh, with also Seek and Destroy one of, being one of my favorites. And that always reminded me of like my favorite Call of Duty game, was Search and Destroy. So whenever I first heard it, I thought it was Search and Destroy at first until I, I freaking looked at the title and said Seek. Because because they go like Searching, Seek and Destroy. They say Searching in it. But it's, like I said before, it's very messy. To some people, that's very, that's very likable uh, for Metallica. They'd be like, oh, this is classic Metallica here. This is, this is why I started listening. But me, for me, I think it was their second album I started listening to because I, I first one was um, a little bit of Injustice for All. Then it went over to Kill Mall. And I was like, uh, I mean, it was a huge jump, definitely from Injustice for All. Because Injustice for All is very organized and very music theory heavy. 
while, you know, Kill 'Em All is the complete opposite. They didn't even know music theory at the damn time. For some people, it's definitely like a really banger album. This really, that's the one that they love the most. For me, I don't listen to it anymore. Uh, I don't think it's bad though. I think it's good. I think it's good at the very least. I don't want to say it's like mid or anything, but I'll, I'll stick with good. I'll stick with good. That's how I'm going to do my rating. It's just good. Uh, the next ones, however, specifically uh, Ride the Lightning, is one of my favorites. It might be my second favorite, or it might be my favorite, honestly. It's really hard for me to decide. Every song in here is so well put together, and even the one that's it's called The Bastard Child of the album, even that's great. It's actually one of my favorite songs from the album, Escape. Uh, the reason why it's called The Bastard Child is because the amount of songs that they had on the album originally weren't enough to make a full album. It was only enough to make an episodic, I think. They needed to make one more song. So this was written in like two days, recorded in two days. It was all within the span of two days this song was made, Escape. And I love it. I don't know how most of the other people in the Metallica community love it. I It's one of my favorite songs, if not my favorite song from the album. But it's, it's, just, it's just a funk song and it just sounds very, very, very well composed for how rushed it was. And I listen to it frequently. Uh, Ride the Lightning is one that I have on my, my regular playlist and I have a ton of songs from it. Um, starting from the top, like I'm just going off the Apple Music list right now. Uh, Fight Fire with Fire, extremely good intro song for an album. It is so like, it gives you, it gives you hyped. That's why I say it's a really good intro for the album. It gets you really, really hyped. And then Ride the Lightning right after is the classic theme of the album where it tells a story of someone having a really bad dream about him getting electrocuted. Or, uh, no, he's on the electric chair. Side note, I love songs that tell stories and Ride the Lightning does just that. It all, not only does it tell a really, really cool story that you can follow, it sets the tone for most of the album where Fight the Fire kind of gets you like in, like ready for the album and gets you excited. Ride the Lightning kind of sets the tone of it where it's supposed to be like, oh, okay, it's, you know, geared towards this, this theme of like, oh, this person's afraid, you know, he doesn't know what's gonna happen. Uh, he's trying to find a way out. And a lot of the songs uh, copy that, like Trapped Under Ice. Uh, and Escape, From Whom the Bell Told is just badass. That is classic. From Whom the Bell Told was one of the first songs I listened to in Ride the Lightning. It's a long song, uh, or it feels long, but it is just such a cool, like, theme for for someone, like a, like a villain or something. Feels like that. It's heavy guitar, and especially, I, w- I want to make a, um, known the lyrics, the way that James Heffield sings it is just so crazy. I I love it. It does. It, it's not like the traditional like okay, scream into the mic, you know, get them get them excited, uh, create a sense of urgency. He, it kind of feels like he's a commander saying like okay, this is this is what's gonna happen, you know, like this is this is the terror you're gonna face. That's the that's the feeling I get from from, from the Bell Tolls. And then fade to black is it's kind of a it's kind of a. I don't want to say funny story, because the song has to deal with uh, a topic of suicide. Of course, I'm not going to call that funny, that, that, that theme is itself. It's just why he sung the song in the first place, uh, why he started writing it, James Hetfield. This is what kind of is a little bit like... Uh, then again, I can't say anything like goofy. He got, his, he got his speaker stolen, and he felt really sad. That's one of the... I, don't don't call me on that. Don't say that's the only reason he wrote Fade to Black. But that's one of the reasons he wrote Fade to Black. I remember reading that, and I was like, wow, he, he wrote this off of a speaker? Granted, the speaker was very close to him. It was one of his uh, speakers he had when he was very young. That's where he started the band with. And the fact that he got stolen a bunch of other equipment, you know, of course, is going to make anyone sad. I, I can see that. But when I was young, I thought that was the only reason that he wrote the song. It was over a speaker, and I was like, what? That, that's a very heavy song for that. Really good song. Um, I put it on my flying playlist whenever I'm 
going over across the country or anything. Not much to say about it. I'm not. Gonna, it's not bad. It's definitely one of my uh, one of my favorites in the album. But it's just like okay, you need to listen to the song to to get to kind of <laughs> get the feeling of it. If there's a takeaway from this podcast, go listen to Fade the Black and nothing but Fade the Black over and over again. That is the takeaway of the podcast. Please write that down. It is for the t- it is for the test coming up on uh, two Fridays from now. Trapped under ice. Uh, that's one of the songs I talk about where it creates like a sense of urgency, like someone's trying to escape that they can. At first I really liked it, now it's kind of gotten a little bit old for me. It, it might just be with the way that James Hetfield sings it. I don't think it's a bad song whatsoever, it's really good. The, the entirety of Ride the Lightning is really good. I don't know, I, I guess I, it just kind of got old for me. That that, that song though, that, that's the only song from this album that really got old for me. Uh, Escape, I already talked about before, Bastard Child of Song was one of, is one of my favorites. Uh, I think probably second favorite from the album. My favorite's actually coming up next. Uh, Creeping Death tells a story has a really cool guitar and it doesn't deal with like necessarily like a really really grim topic it's well they don't present it as really really grim the way they have the guitar and the music set up it doesn't feel really grim it just it's like a sick ass song about uh the pharaoh's curse or the, no the plague that went rampart in egypt a very long time ago the fact that they made a song about that and write the lightning it's like what like a plague in egypt i mean that is hard i i, I can't even lie that's super super hard uh, it's my favorite from the album, 100%. I listen to this crap all the time, dude. I love Creeping Death. Uh, it has a very, very good guitar lead. I want to make note of the drums, too. Drums in that song are phenomenal. I, I'm, I'm not saying any of the drums in any other song are bad. This one shines. I love everything about Creeping Death. Every part of it. And the next one, Call of Cthulhu. That one had a, a kind of a funny story with it, too. I, I listened to it the first time when I was in math class. We uh, had a project we were doing, which we could listen to music in. And I said, okay, yeah, of course, I'm gonna, I'll start listening to Ride the Lightning, because that's what I was listening to at the time. I was like, hey, I never listened to Call of Cthulhu, because I didn't know about the intro. And it was like an eight-minute-long song. So I'm like, okay, you know, I liked everything else about Ride the Lightning. I'm just going to go with this. Guitar starts. I'm like, okay. Guitar keeps going for like a minute. I'm like, this isn't that foreign. <laughs> this isn't foreign from Metallica. And then two minutes. I'm like, okay. Am I missing something? When is the song going to start? Eight minutes go by, it's only the guitar, and I only then process that it is an instrumental song. I I, I was texting my friends, I'm like, bro, this this guitar, I'm like, this intro is way too freaking long, bro. I was like, when, when is when is Hefio going to start singing? Never came. Uh, it's an instrumental song. Sick instrumental song, though. Uh, it's only then I realized that the freaking guitar on it is sick, especially towards the end. Uh, every, every instrument on that song is just... Perfect. Call of Cthulhu is great. Third favorite, second favorite. It, it's it's what's competing against Escape for me. For second favorite. First favorite's always gonna be Creeping Death. I love Creeping Death so much. Now the next album, probably the last album I'm gonna review, uh, is my favorite album, and Justice for All. First one I listen to. Probably nostalgia. I don't care. I love this album with all my heart, because every song from it, with the exception of To Live Is To Die is amazing. And I'm not saying to live in today is bad. I'm saying it's good, but I like listening to everything else more. <laughs> First one, Black Ends. That is a super cool topic of a song uh, where it's like, okay, humanity just died because of a nuclear fallout and it's our fault. And the way they portray that is saying like, exit of humanity, like they're just leaving, like we left. And it's true because like, in terms of the topic of the song, which is nuclear warfare, we did that to ourselves. We are leaving. We're not getting forced out. We're not getting kicked out. We did this upon ourselves and we're choosing to leave. Their lyrics make sense and feel more poetic than normal. That's kind of the theme of Injustice for All. It's a lot more composed and a lot more, um, it feels thought out, honestly. I'm not saying Ride the Lightning wasn't thought out. I am saying 
kill a wall wasn't that thought out, but and Justice for All feels like it's more, it, it fits the album cover a lot, where it feels like a lot more organized and more, I don't say government focused, not hell no. It feels more organized and I, I love for that. It's the perfect blend for me. And they go even farther with that in the Black album, but I'm not going to mention that for the amount of time that I have. Like I said, Blackened, a uh, really phenomenal intro song as well. Uh, really cool story. Uh, next one, And Justice for All. It is my second favorite Metallica song ever. Number one being one, which is, you know, one, one. And Justice for All is four different songs in one. And I remember reading an interview with them, which uh, they lied about this. They said, okay, And Justice for All was amazing. We are really proud of what we did there. We're never going to play it again. <laughs> Because it's so, it's so hard. It's an incredibly hard song to play. And if you play like Guitar Hero on it, you realize that if you're playing Guitar Hero on Metallica, you are crazy, by the way. But still, uh, going back to the actual song, uh, theme is phenomenal. I'm going to say that by every, you know, just, just take it for every other song I say on this album. The theme is phenomenal. I love how it switches in between the parts of the song. What it feels like different songs. I'm going to call it like the diff different songs in the one song. I like how it switches. I like how they each have their own unique feel. The intro is phenomenal. I love how do they do the intros on the on this album. Freaking fantastic. I listen to it all the time. It's super long. I love how it's super long. Interest for all. If you have any interest in Metallica, start there. I would say start where I started and go with Injustice for All. Eye of the Beholder. Eye of the Beholder is really cool. I love the chorus a lot. Uh, especially like the end of the chorus and uh, the guitar that follows it. James I feel is so talented. I want to make that known he's he's he was he still is such a talented person his voice is freaking his backstory is really he's really sad if you guys are curious about it look up uh, james hetfield's backstory amazing voice one of the best voices i've ever heard in music i just i just said you're gonna it's gonna be cut out but i just said the best voice i've ever heard in music but that that's a lot of people one uh favorite song 100 i think the intro to one is a genuine masterpiece one itself is a masterpiece but the intro itself really, really gets me going. The The intro itself is one of my favorite parts about the song. The guitar at the beginning, especially um, the second the second guitar after the first one, it has always marked like a, like a some sort of, some part of my brain. It just kind of like flips on, and it gets me so interested in the song, so hyped. I love it. I I one tells probably the most interesting story I've ever heard in a song ever, and I listen to Marty Robbins, so that's saying a lot. Marty Robbins. His whole, like, brand was on stories, like, cowboy stories, and it sounds phenomenal. One, I would say Trump's I Love One so much. Uh, it's the story, if you don't know, it's about, uh, it's a fictional story, thank God. A World War One soldier who stepped on a landmine and lost all of his limbs, his sight, and his hearing. So he has absolutely nothing to his senses, except, not even smell, actually lost his smell as well. He has absolutely nothing. The only thing, it's, he's in a constant, just a, like a nightmare it's just a black abyss for his eyes and he can't function whatsoever he needs to be on life support all the time and it's a song about that it's a song about that the film was based on i think it was called johnny got his gun and they saw that they're like okay we're gonna make a quick masterpiece off that real quick and it has the best like head banging part in it where it was like where it's the the darkness imprisoning me part that like you just you felt that you heard it you heard it in the audio there. I started moving because it gets me that, <laughs> it gets, just even talking about it, it gets me ready to headbang. It's freaking crazy. It, it like evokes movement, one does. 100% my favorite song. I'm gonna go with Lightning Round because I don't have a lot more time here. I'm gonna go Lightning Round with the rest, with the, with the rest of the music on Injustice for All. Hard Story Sorrow. Uh, really deep, really, um, really dark. Definitely has the metal tone to it. 
If every other song doesn't have the melatonin, Harvest or Sorrow does. Trade Ends of Sanity, extremely cool story. Uh, interesting intro, I don't know. Uh, I'm kind of debated if I like it or not. Uh, but very, very great chorus. Love Phrase and Sanity. And then Dyer's Eve, really baller finishing song. Uh, talks about James Hatfield's backstory because he talks about his parents, how they were all really big Christians and he didn't want to be that. Guitar is phenomenal in there. Probably one of the hardest songs to play on guitar. I think, I don't play guitar. It just sounds really fast, therefore I think it's fast. Okay, that's all the time I have. Thank you guys for listening so much on the Wicked 102.5 website. I remember to tune into our radio station and have a great day. Thank you so much.